Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hi, Keith. How's your week going? Oh, it's going great. Because we're taping this on April Fool's Day, which is a, an editor's worst nightmare. Yeah. It's everyone just making up news. Justin Bieber may or may not be pregnant. <sighs> Seems like that's well, his definitely wife may or may an not April be. Fool's Day joke. Although, I mean, he's married and maybe he is and who knows? And and then Ariana Grande drops a single, which is actually that's a real, real song. That is real. It's a real song. That's she, a real song. Maybe she should have thought that out. She, it's a real song with a real video called that Monopoly. actually exists. It's called Monopoly. It's with her friend slash collaborator, Victoria Monet. It's real. Turns out she's also issuing a new Ariana Grande edition of the game Monopoly. Don't lie to me, Keith. I can't take any more lying today. You only have a few more hours till April Fool's Day is over with. <laughs> because as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and April Fool's. On Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we'll be chatting about rapper Nav scoring his first number one album on the Billboard 200 chart, how Billie Eilish is possibly going to replace him at number one next week, and news of the passing of rapper Nipsey Hussle. Plus, we have an interview with Ava Max, the singer-songwriter behind the Billboard Hot 100 top 20 hit Sweet But Psycho. Stop by the office to talk about the song's global success and more, so stick around for that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. So as Keith mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit about some sad music news. Um, Nipsey Hussle was fatally shot outside his clothing store in Los Angeles on Sunday afternoon. He was just 33 years old. Um, Two others were also shot before a suspect fled. A source at the LAPD told Billboard on Sunday. Uh, Though law enforcement officials could not immediately release their names, they confirmed that the other two victims are in stable condition. And a statement on the LAPD HQ Twitter account on Sunday night said, At approximately 3.20 p.m., there was a shooting reported in the area of Slauson Avenue and Crenshaw Boulevard. Three victims were transported to a local hospital where one was pronounced deceased. The rapper opened that L.A. store that he was shot outside of in 2017. He released his debut full-length album, Victory Lap, in 2018. And the album was nominated for Best Rap Album at this year's Grammy Awards. But anyone following music knows that he's been around for 
at least a decade releasing mixtapes, and yeah. that was just his debut album, you know, a, official full length project last year. A, pr- a proper studio album. He had lots of mixtapes. He actually charted with a couple of them before Victory Lap. Um, he didn't have a lot of major chart success. Victory Lap, um, I think, debuted in the top five on the Billboard 200 chart. But in terms of singles, you know, um, casual pop fans may not be able to name a track. Right. But hip hop heads. Oh, we're all about Nipsey and and also yeah. his very compelling story. Like he was a former gang member who now is reinvested in the community. And he was supposed to, I guess, have a I, t- today. He was supposed to today, meaning Monday, he was supposed to have a meeting with, I think, people at the police department to talk about kind of youth, uh, how to get the about youth, gang violence how, to, how to get kids away from gangs and get them involved in other things. And a source told the L.A. Times that they are treating it like it's gang related, the <sighs> shooting right now. So um, just absolutely just. Just, I mean, the stories that we've been reading have been so positive about him and how he's helped Los Angeles and the community, including, um, you know, he'll reach out to a family if their uh, child is killed and pay for funeral arrangements for them just out of the blue. He's also opened a series of businesses, not just the clothing store. I believe there was a barber shop and um, something else I can't think of right now. All within the, the same within community. Within the community. And he gives jobs to people, including homeless people who need a job and, and trust people who aren't given a shot and aren't given a chance. And uh, yeah, wow. it's, it's just devastating. So wow. having said all that, um, I know Keith... You know, it's after these tragic deaths happen, we take a look at like, you know, a lot of fans mourn via music. So are we seeing, you know, an uptick in sales for Nipsey and maybe even his albums could be on the charts next week? Yeah. I mean, I did a story on Monday uh, based off initial reports to Nielsen Music, um, basically showing that he had a big gain in sales on Sunday afternoon and evening as fans essentially turned to iTunes and Amazon to to purchase his music and and to sort of memorialize him in that fashion. And also maybe a lot of people were perhaps sampling his music for the first time and buying it for the first time, or maybe they just wanted to pay tribute. Um, That said, um, sales of his music, both songs and albums combined, um, increased by uh, 2,776% in the United States on Sunday, Um, again, according to those initial reports. Combined, uh, his songs and albums sold about 15,000 copies on Sunday, which was up from like, you know... A negligible amount before. Yeah, a, a, a rather little amount the, the day before. Um, will we see impact on next week's charts? I assume so. Probably a lot on the rap charts and the R&B hip-hop charts. Um, as for the Billboard 200, I don't know exactly where Victory Lap might end up. I assume that if people continue to remember him... Uh, through streaming especially, which I assume will probably be a big number. Um, We'll see the album come back to the charts uh, next week. Stay tuned, of course, to Billboard.com for for more coverage. Correct. Uh, Speaking of charts, let's discuss the big chart news of this week. Uh, Rapper Nav captures his first number one album on the Billboard 200 chart as his second studio effort, Bad Habits, debuts atop the tally. The set earned 82,000 equivalent album units in the week ending March 28th, according to Nielsen Music, and of that sum, 24,000 were in album sales. Bad Habits is the second full-length studio album for the 29-year-old Toronto-born artist, um, and he is signed to fellow Torontonian 
which is not a word, as Katie told me earlier. <laughs> I mean, it might be to let us know, Canadians, if that's a word. <laughs> I saw it somewhere, but not on a billboard story. Um, he's actually signed to fellow Toronto native The Weeknd's uh, imprint, XO, um, and he signed to that label back in 2017. That's the first time I heard his name was uh, collaborating with The Weeknd. Yeah. Um, and he... Uh, like Nipsey, uh, but in a different capacity, hasn't had a lot of chart success with singles. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, casual pop fans may not be able to quickly name a Nav song. Yeah, they might be surprised by him debuting atop the chart. And I think a number of people actually were, um, uh, but it was kind of a slowish week on the mm-hmm. charts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some other interesting uh, chart news. Uh, make sure to visit billboard.com slash chart dash beat. For more stuff, I have a fun story about Motley Crue hitting the top 10 for the first time in a long time. They're back. They're back. The crew is back. <laughs> um, yeah, so go check that out. In because the... of the movie The Dirt on Netflix. Yes, I wasn't going to do a whole segment about it, but I can, I suppose. I mean, we can just say, like, Motley Crue made a crazy impact because of this Dirt soundtrack. Yeah, they, the, Motley Crue has a new soundtrack to their autobiographical film, which is called The Dirt, which is based on their own autobiography which is also called The Dirt. Uh, The movie premiered on March 22nd on Netflix. The soundtrack, which features a bunch of Motley Crue hits, along with four new songs by the band, debuts at number 10 on the Billboard 200 chart, and that is their first top 10 album since 2008. Uh, It's their ninth top 10 album overall, and it's cool to see the crew back in the top 10. Indeed. And if you haven't listened to the Dr. Feelgood album, you should. It's just a very good album. That's just a side note. <laughs> um, looking towards next week's Billboard 200 chart. Also, aside on the Hot 100 chart, uh, here's your brief news tidbit. Ariana's Seven, Seven rings, rings, number one for an eighth week. And that is your news update Not on the Hot 100. Not as exciting as seven weeks. <laughs> Not as exciting as seven <laughs> Maybe and seven. Maybe to Ari it is. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's cool that you're number one for so many weeks. Yeah. But, you know, there isn't any change there. And that's why we're not talking about the Hot 100. For next week's Billboard mm-hmm. 200 albums chart, uh, Nav could be bumped from number one, um, as industry forecasters expect that Billie Eilish could capture her first number one, as her new album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, is aiming for a chart-topping bow. Those in the know suggest that the set could launch with over 250,000 units Whoa. earned in the week ending April 4th. You clearly hadn't read my story. I did not see the number yet, yeah. and that is high. Yeah, that number could actually be higher by the time you hear this podcast. Wow. Um, so stay tuned to Billboard.com for developments. It should have a pretty um, great sales number. She's done a lot of merch bundles, which is also you know helping her a lot. She has a lot of very creative merchandise, and all those pieces of merch come with a copy of the album. Um, in addition, though, I think people are just straight up buying the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's supposed to have probably a very great streaming number. All I was going to say, as a very passive listener, I have yet to listen to the entire album. But I do give the New Music Friday Spotify playlist a listen every Friday. and She was, like, all over it? It was literally, like, I think I heard four of the songs from the album on that playlist. So, without even trying, I supported this Billie Eilish re- release. <laughs> Is all I'm saying about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, now it's time for our interview with Ava Max. Yeah. The pop singer-songwriter is on a roll with her breakout hit, Sweet But Psycho. So which good. is a top 10 hit on the pop song's airplay chart and a top 20 hit on the Hot 100. And the song has already been a huge hit outside the U.S. for a bit as well. So we talked all about what it's been like to have this song keep growing and growing and growing. <laughs> Plus, we chatted about her latest single, So Am I, and the meaning behind its video. 
And we had to bring up that cute little video of her singing Mariah on Instagram, too. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, we found out that she is definitely a, f- a fan of the big voice 90s pop divas. <laughs> so enjoy our interview with Ava Max. Hello to Ava Max and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Hi, thank you. Thanks so much for coming in today. Oh my god, of course. Appreciate it. Um, so this is actually like the perfect time for you to be at the Billboard office because Sweet But Psycho is top 20 on the Billboard Hot 100 this week. That's insane. And it's been top 10 on the Pop Songs chart, but at, it's at its very highest point of number six this week. So it's just like, I mean, it's a good time to be Ava Max. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> thank you so much. I mean, uh, thank you to the fans, number one, for actually making that happen. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been, you know, working at this for a while now. So seeing the success of Sweet But Psycho kind of is mind blowing, but it's exciting. For Have sure. you been able to like take a breath since like, I mean, because it's been a global hit for a while now um, and we're just catching up in the US. When I have a day off, it really does feel amazing. So I, it's crazy. I don't take them for granted anymore those days off I'm sure like oh my god it feels so good <laughs> <laughs> like what's what's home for you now like uh, where is home like Sherman Oaks Studio City area like okay, the Valley cool. Los Angeles so LA like at least when you're working here you also have home here yeah yeah okay that's good mm-hmm. um like how has your life changed basically I, you've been releasing music for a while now but but the way Sweet But Psycho has hit how has it changed since then I've been traveling like crazy I've been to countries I've never even thought I would have gone to um, I remember getting the first, first call of me even going to Europe, and I'm I'm originally Albanian, so for me, and I've never been to Albania, and so for me to be so close going to Italy and have you gotten to Denmark, Albania? Yet? Not yet, ah. maybe later this summer, but it's just been insane. Like the traveling, it's it really is eye opening, and it it in a way just makes you a well rounded, more well rounded person. I can't even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're getting to see things that not everybody, like you see on TV and in movies, but now you're like actually getting it's to insane. live it and experience and, it. And you know, every country has its like beautiful thing like to it. Like it's, it's so, every country's so super unique. It's, it's yeah, it's great. That's awesome. And um, Sweet But Psycho is produced by Circuit. Yeah. Uh, who has helmed a zillion hits, of course. Uh, He's extremely talented. Yeah. I'm just going to list off some things. Maroon 5's Girls Like You, The Weeknd, Starboy with Daft Punk, uh, songs from Katy Perry, Kesha, Rihanna, so many Everything. others. Yeah, it's um, insane. And I read that you met him at a dinner party yeah so i met him um on his birthday actually and i sang him happy birthday and it's funny because we knew mutual friends like for years but we never knew each other Mm. and we were working with the same people but all of a sudden once we met we started working together and it was just like instant like we just loved working together um and we ended up putting a song out on soundcloud and then it started getting some traction from record labels and that's how i got signed that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, so go to the dinner party when you get invited. Basically. I mean, I know. <laughs> it's crazy because, like, I'm. it was just a random get-together. And, yeah. you know, they always say the best things happen unexpectedly, and, and that's how it happened. And um, your musical background, I also read that your mom was an opera singer or is an opera singer. She is a trained opera singer. She was never, like... Um, a famous professional. professional like she just she went to high school for opera music in okay. Albania and she has such a beautiful voice it's like I always say she can sing better than me basically so I'm like <laughs> don't imagine... put her in a room with me when she sings because it's like she'll break windows like <laughs> so does that mean she was like always singing in the house and there was just a lot of music oh yeah she would wake up? me up for school like Ava come to oh, eat God. breakfast I'd be like whoa <laughs> oh, that's incredible 
Um, what kind of music was she maybe listening to around the house? She would too? just sing some Albanian lullabies to yes. me, and then I would learn the Albanian lullabies. And then, um, what else? Um, she would sing a lot of Celine Dion, and okay. I would sing Celine Dion with her. So that's how I got into the big vocalists like Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, Aretha Franklin. Um, then got into more R&B, the Fugees, and then into pop in the 2000s. That was crazy. Gwen Stefani and all oh, Such good music. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just, I feel like pop and R&B is just my core. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Mariah, you posted an amazing Instagram of you singing. Um, which song was it? Uh, it was Love Takes Time? Okay. Is that that right? was supposed to be a joke, you guys. <laughs> I loved it. That was so Thank much fun. you. Thank you. I'll try to do more fun stuff like that. But I, I, I had a, that night, I don't know what got into me. I was just like, that's it. I'm putting the camera up. I'm going to be so weird in the bathroom singing my favorite. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay. So your next single. Uh, so Am I is already out around the world. Yeah. Um, and of course, Sweet But Psycho is still doing so much here. Uh, but So Am I is is here waiting in the wings. It has a very empowering message. Thank you. Um, the lyrics just talk about being a misfit and, and, and how, you know, you find good company yeah. in other misfits, basically. Where did that track come from? So the track is about just embracing where you come from and loving yourself um, and all of your flaws because your flaws make you perfect at the end of the day. And it took me a long time to really reflect on that and see that because growing up obviously um in school it's hard like that's where you grow your insecurities and that's why i had it shot in a, uh, the music video in a school because that's where it starts and that's where those <laughs> insecurities get bottled up yeah um so really it's important i think just to embrace it. and this is what the song is about like even your craziest ideas that people might think you're like a misfit of thinking like that or like it's it's okay to think outside the box. It's what makes you stand out. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in a business like this, it's like you look at all the big pop stars right now, all of them are ones that stand out for whatever reason, and that's why they made it here, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, again, be true to who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, you mentioned the video. I have to say, like, obviously you just said that the reason why it was shot in high school, but I immediately with this, the school uniforms was, like, Britney. I had to do thought. that. I had to do that. And it's funny. I wasn't even thinking, oh, hey, maybe one more time. I was thinking I wanted to show – everyone in this format where they break free in the end mm. like you know format that society wants to put us all in and so for me visually it made sense yeah and i i feel like i had already broken free from it that's why i was not in this school outfit so if you saw that okay. that's what that meant and then i was just basically telling everybody else to come and join me like even the bridge is like come and join me you can call me harley come and call me anything you want as long as you do your own thing and be unique and love yourself yeah yeah um, and you mentioned earlier um, your Albanian heritage, and it's interesting because two other massive pop stars right now, Dua Lipa and Bibi Rexa, are mm. both of Albanian it's heritage. Um, is America just like realizing now that Albania is just like a hotbed of talent that we need That's to funny. we need to tap into? I mean, it's kind of crazy actually um, that there are so many Albanian female singers right mm. now in America, um, but. I like it. Yeah, because I'm Albanian. Awesome. <laughs> um, have you gotten to meet them yet? Or I met BB once. Okay. I've spoken to Rita Ora okay. on Insta message. I haven't spoken or met Dua, but okay. she seems really nice. Soon enough. <laughs> you guys are going to cross paths soon enough. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so your debut album is that finished? So it's it's pretty much like there. We just haven't set on a date yet. Okay. Um, we definitely want to release it this year. Okay, that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, do you think that what fans have heard so far with Sweet But Psycho and So Am I are a pretty good taste of what they're in for with the album? Yes, but then and no as well because there are some other tracks on there that are like wild cards. Mm. And there are a few that I'm being vulnerable in. Um, but 
again, you will see, you will hear the anthemic pop songs that you have heard, like Not Your Barbie Girl. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, female empowerment is very strong in my life. And that's how I am. I'm a very outspoken person. And it's it shows my music, especially my lyrics and um, in the album. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Not Your Barbie Girl, which is an incredible song, especially for anyone who grew up n- loving and knowing the Aqua song. And then you realize, wait, that's not nice. Exactly. <laughs> like when you realize, oh, what were little girls singing at the time? Like, ah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> mute. So now you have like a new 20, you know, 2018, 2019 version yeah. of, of the song. Like update. you cannot touch my body unless I say so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. See, it, needs, it needed a slight correction. It's still a bop, but it needed a slight correction. I just love it. I love it so much and I love the meaning of it. And it's, it's it's, you can also have fun to it. The first thing and foremost, first and foremost thing, I want people to have fun with my music. Yeah. But again, with the great message. That That's can, totally what yeah. you're doing right now. Because I feel like everything that you have <laughs> out is like, is sending a message of, you know, appreciate your differences and uh, be strong in, in who you are, that you're accomplishing it. Thank you. I don't know. I Maybe one day I'll talk about partying. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can be strong and party, too. You yeah, can do it all. Maybe we can just do it all. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just dance to the party song that exactly. actually has a deeper meaning. Yes, when you let's to just it. keep it like that. <laughs> Um, so I'm wondering with all these songs that are out already, um, do we know which of these songs might be on the album? So, um, well, yeah, definitely. So am I in Stupid Psycho. Oh, of course. I can okay. tell you that. And I know a lot of listeners are waiting for Salt to be on Spotify Ooh. and iTunes and it will be on the album. Yes. Okay. When is wait? When is that arriving? Do we have a date for that? Yet? Not the album yet, but it's going to be on the album. I promise. Okay. I promise. Okay. Perfect. Salt is one of my favorite songs, especially to perform. So. And um, yeah. aside from Circuit, who else might be like working on the album? Man, uh, anyone that you can say. I'm just asking. I hard have questions. to tell you. I. I will tell you soon. <laughs> okay. All right. Stay tuned. That's all. Stay tuned. Okay. Watch. Watch Ava's Twitter. She'll tell you very soon. Yes, I promise. Um, you've Thank also you. done a lot of um, great features, including makeup with Jason Derulo and Into Your Arms with yeah. Whit Lowry. Is that something you're always open to for the right song? You know, oh, jumping defi- on another artist's song? Definitely. Um, the Whit Lowry song, actually, it started by me writing the chorus. Mm-hmm. I wrote that chorus, and we were like, we want like we want a, a rapper on mm-hmm. it. And when we got in the studio, Whit, he started spitting out these crazy verses. I was like, okay, it's done. He's amazing. <laughs> so we ended up doing that. And like it happens very sporadically. Mm-hmm. It happens when, like, Again, you least expect it, I think. Yeah. I don't really like to force features. I feel like if it's organically happening, that's when the best features come about. Yeah. And um, then with Jason, Jason Gerulo with makeup, when I heard the song, I was like, wow, this brings me back. That is a fun song. Yeah, it's so much fun. And I'm like, I can't miss this opportunity. Like, this is incredible. Yeah. Um, and of course, he's such a great singer and dancer. And it was really fun. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard that song on the radio and immediately shazamming it. Like, Stop. what is this? Who is this? It's and just then, so much fun. Yeah. It but really definitely is. features in the future. We just um, I'm just focusing on my album right now. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, you have some radio shows coming up um, in the next Which few I months. cannot wait. Yes. I love to perform. Yeah, I mean, because people have not yet gotten, like, a headlining tour from you, obviously, but I feel like that comes along with an album, right? Yes. So what are you looking forward to most about, like, you know, getting your songs out on stage and, like, seeing your fans in person and I all that? I just want them to experience the songs mm. in a way they haven't experienced it listening to it, so just visually and... Mm. Um, each song is going to definitely give them a different visual on stage. I can say that. 
Okay. Have you already started preparing for um, the radio dates that you have um, Um, lined up? Radio shows, yeah, this summer, definitely. Great. Yeah, we have some really fun shows coming up. Nice. Are you doing choreo? Like, what are we doing Oh, my God, we're doing choreo. (laughs) I'm going to have the head mic. Like, I want to go full out choreo this time. That's awesome. I'm excited. Do you remember when you were growing up, any concerts that you got to go to that were, like, especially poignant for you? (laughs) Beyonce. Beyonce. When I saw Beyonce, she did a two-hour show, singing and dancing. It was like my mouth just wouldn't close. I was like, okay, I'm drooling. Like, it's so good. So that's the goal. This is The bar has been set by Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, my God. No one's better. I'm sorry. No one will (laughs) ever be better. (laughs) Maybe maybe someone will come up and be better, but so far, nobody's better than her. (laughs) No, it's true. Like, she cannot be topped. She's incredible. And that hair whip, when she whips her hair, like, it's like, that's a thing. Oh, like she sings and dances, and then her hair is a the hairography well. is like a hairography. Thing. <laughs> you said it. That's what it is. I'm like, how? Like, does she, and did you ever see that meme where she like flips her hair and then her braid like goes oh, yeah. on her shoulder? And it looks a, like it looks like it's an, uh, some type of like creature like on her on her, on her on her shoulder. <laughs> and you're like, wait, she did that just by herself. <laughs> like she didn't plan that. She just did it. Uh, so yeah, she's a definitely a dream. That's awesome. Um, so that bar has been set very high, but you're like, I'm not even going to try to match the hair. I mean, level. I think I'm just going to let her have the hairography. Hair, I can't even talk hairography. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you hear from your fans the most as far as like, I feel like, you know, you're building this career, you're building this fan base. And like you said, you want to get out and perform. But like, what are what are they saying to you? And what, are, what do they want from you next? Man, um... They just, I think they're just really liking the message of So Am I, which mm. so, so Am I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which also. But, um, which also. Um, I think more music and more visuals and performances, yeah. Just, yeah. just I just want to meet my fans. I want to meet as many as my fans as possible. Um, it's Have really you gotten fun. a chance to do that a little I bit? did a little bit last year okay. um, on the radio shows uh, during Christmas and then... Um, yeah, on tour in Europe, yeah. And, like, I'm assuming, yeah, so you, did you just, get, where were you, were you recently in I Europe? was just in Europe. Yeah. yeah. So, like, do you get recognized when you're there? Because, obviously, they know your music very well. I did, which was insane. That was, like, one of my first encounters with paparazzi, and that oh, was man. not fun. Yeah. It was not my thing. I'm like, okay, no. Get used to it. I'm like, I need, like, <laughs> I need, like, a mask to, like, Ugh. just, like get out of my hotel because it was not it was like I'm not used to it yeah it was weird um oh I can't that'd be so jarring but I I like seeing my fans for sure like at radio at radio stations they were there and I'm just like I was so grateful to see them and talk to them but but the paparazzi thing is kind of crazy yeah Mm. (laughs) when you were growing up did you ever get to meet anybody that like any of your idols in person Mm, or like I was just like in my own little hut. Like, okay. I never really went out. I was just in my room. Yeah. Okay, so you don't room. remember being the person waiting outside a no, radio show or anything? No, I kind of wish I did, but <laughs> I, now I'm like, damn it, I missed that opportunity. <laughs> Can't do that now. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you coming in today, uh, and congratulations again Thank on you. all the chart success Thank and you. all the, the new music. Thank you for your support. And we'll look forward to the album soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ava. Thank you so much to Ava Max for stopping by the office. We cannot wait to hear more music and maybe see you out on the road soon. 
I was hmm. uh, I was disappointed that I was not here for this interview. No, this was a key, this was Keith's baby, and, uh, yeah. I, and I stole it because yeah. he's gone. <laughs> though, 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 I will tell you a number of the questions that Katie asked were questions that I helped come up with. I stopped short I was of being there. like, "I'm a huge Madonna fan." Can you tell me about your love of Madonna? <laughs> I did not just completely uh, borrow Keith's questions. And people listening to the show would be like, mm, "I don't <laughs> think that's truthful, Wait. Katie." <laughs> I thought you liked Justin Timberlake best. Mm, did, <laughs> did you bring up her love of Justin Timberlake? <laughs> And now, let's do the chart stat of the week. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. 45 years ago this week, long before it became familiar to millions thanks to a certain Star Lord, Blue Swedes hooked on a feeling hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The track climbed from number two to number one on the chart dated April 6th, 1974, and spent a total of 17 weeks on the chart. It was the first of two top 10 hits for the Swedish band, who also visited the top 10 with a cover of Never My Love. Now, Hooked on a Feeling found renewed success in 2014, thanks to its use in the film Guardians of the Galaxy. The track was first used in the trailer for the movie, which premiered in February of 2014, and then later in the blockbuster movie itself, and all that exposure sent sales and streams of the track surging. Uh, I very much remember the, like, Ooga Chucka intro. Ooga Chucka, Ooga Ooga And they were all like, ah, I'm hooked on a feeling. <laughs> they were all in, like, a lineup, like a, you know, in a police station oh, like, yeah. lineup. That's, I very, I mean, like, that was a very effective marketing campaign because I remember it very vividly. I, I, um, I uh, Googled and found that I did a story when the trailer hit mm. about the sales surge that the song had just because it was so effective. I must have just started here then. That's hmm. interesting. Well, to me. <laughs> to, now, now to compare the impact of Guardians on the track, um, which I think to a lot of younger people probably didn't know what the song was, and they were discovering it for the first time. Uh, in, 2000, in 2013, um, the song had just 111,000 on-demand streams in the U.S., both audio and video combined. In 2014, that jumped to 19.5 million. Wow. And in terms of sales, it sold 19,000 downloads in 2013 and then jumped to 181,000 in 2014. So um, clearly, Guardians helped Hooked on a Feeling just a skosh. (laughs) Just a skosh. And then, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie soundtrack itself would top the Billboard 200 chart that same year in 2014, thanks in part to it featuring Hooked alongside a bunch of other classic oldies as heard in the movie. So, there you have it. 45 years ago this week, before it became a galactic-sized hit, again, Blue Swede's Hooked on a Feeling topped the Hot 100 chart. Alrighty, any partying words, Katie? That is just such a good soundtrack. Both of them, both the Guardian soundtracks are just so good. I went to Disneyland recently and California Adventure, the sister park across the way, and there's an entire ride called Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout where 
you are on a mission to break out the Guardians of the Galaxy from Fun. from a um, museum of the Collector, <laughs> and um, each each uh, it's it's basically uh, it's is this like, a brand new ride or did it take over another ride? It took over the Tower of Terror oh, okay. ride, got so it, it's, got it's it, a drop it. ride. Oof. Um, you say oof. I don't do well on those. Yeah, I mean, don't eat before you go on it. <laughs> However, um, it it is a ride where you are because okay. Backing it up, each each uh, each ride, um, you know, is different every time you go on it. Okay. So the ride sequence in terms of the drops oh, is a little bit different. The um, and you see the guardians like doing stuff inside there, and that changes depending on the ride. And the music is different each time. So when the ride starts, you could get hooked on a feeling. You could get a Jackson Five oh. song. You could get some other like a song used in the movie. And these count toward the Billboard charts, right? No. <laughs> We haven't expanded. It's quite, a stream. We haven't expanded quite that far. But I rode the ride twice, um, two different rides, two different songs, two That's different sequences. Fun. What a good idea! And you're laughing the entire time because yeah. you're watching like Chris Pratt, like you know, do pratfalls with like a monster, so to speak, set to "Hooked on a Feeling." That's awesome. Anyway, that was a crazy side tangent. It has to do with music and the charts. I am fascinated by uh, I've had a, I've had a song from Disneyland that was playing in a parade or a fireworks thing all weekend. It's not even a hit song. It was just something they wrote for it, and it's been an earworm stuck in my head. <laughs> Everybody, put your ears on. Good, good, nope, good, don't good know time. It. No, no one knows it except if you've been to the park, you know it because you walk out of the damn park with it. Wait, is that? Do you think it's available online? Can we go out on that song, please? It is. Um, oh, I forget the name of it. It's I think it's by the D Decompressors. I think that's the name of it. Everybody put your ears on. Yeah, put your ears on. And put I think it's by the D E E compressors. Let's see if it comes up. Uh, yes, the D the, compressors. The D Two compressors. E's, D compressors. And what's the name of the song? It's a good time. It's a good time. That's we'll go out, going on, out on that. We're going on sure. that one. Okay, bye. bye. Come on, everybody, get your ears on. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.